Therefore, since we have been justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom we have gained access by faith to this grace in which we stand, and we boast in hope of the glory of God. And hope does not disappoint. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Welcome to a New York Catholic Conversation. My name is Deacon John Catalano. And I am joined, as always, by my good friend, my pal from St. Agnes down in Rockville Center, Frank Alasia. Frank, how are you doing today? Doing great, Deacon. How's everything? Everything is good. And uh, got a good topic today, talking about hope. And we know that hope is one of the three theological virtues. Theological, meaning they come from God. Um, we may think of hope as sort of a, an expectation or a desire for certain things to happen, but it's not wishful thinking. You know, I hope I win the lottery. That's not it. It's believing and trusting in God's promises, right? Yeah, it's it's different. Hope is different than a certainty. Remember, if you're certain, you don't need hope. And hope isn't presumption. Otherwise, you don't need it. Hope means we have a reasonable expectation of something, but we don't know for certain yet. You, know, you hear it all the time, right? At funerals and stuff, they're in a better place. They're in heaven. You know, we hope somebody's in heaven, but we don't know for sure. Our hope is that one day we'll see God face to face. And hope is what motivates us to pursue God. We might love something or someone, but if we don't have hope, we won't pursue it. And we're told in, regularly by St. Paul, rejoice in hope, be patient in tribulation, be constant in prayer. And we also hear we wait in joyful hope. So this is sort of our position in the world today. We know that no matter what we are going through, our eyes remain fixed on what is above. And hope helps us with that. Yeah, God always helps us in our pursuit. He gives us the church. He assures us that the gates of hell won't prevail against it and that the church will remain intact until the end of time. This fact brings us hope. You know, he gives us the sacraments. The sacraments he gives us, you know, so we can have help in getting to heaven. This gives us hope. The two, the two sacraments I think of are the beginning sacrament. Baptism is the initial sign that we're placed in that state of grace. And extreme unction gives us hope that if we receive it in this state of grace, we will get to heaven. Yeah. You know, and we read about something called the anchor of hope. It's in Hebrews uh, chapter six. We who have taken refuge might be strongly encouraged to hold fast to the hope that lies before us. This we have as an anchor of the soul, sure and firm, which reaches into the interior behind the veil. The idea is that, you know, we have this gift of hope, which is the certainty of the promise of God, and it is anchored in our soul. We are grounded in truth and in the righteousness of the risen Christ. Yeah, think about what the church gives us, the sacramentals. They give us hope and aid us in our prayer life and they ward off evil. The rosary, the miraculous medal, the St. Benedict medal, the traditions of the church, which have been passed down from the, from the apostles help us. And think about it. God gave us a guardian angel to help us. Almost and forgot that. Yeah. Yeah, that it's, it's important. He gives us hope through his own mother, the Blessed Mother and the saints. Mary stood steadfastly at the foot of the cross with John. All these things give us hope. Well, the saints you mentioned, no doubt about that. I mean, Padre Pio is talking about pray, hope, and don't worry. Yes. And of course, we've got St. Monica. I mean, after all those years of prayer for her son, 
She never lost hope. And I think there's a patron of hopeless cases, right? Yeah, St. Jude, of course, is the patron of hopeless cases. And we have to remember, there's no such thing as a hopeless case because God's grace and mercy (laughs) are greater than any sin. And if you're in the state of grace and pray for what's best for your salvation, this is a sign of being hopeful. But you mentioned St. Monica and we all, you know, I mean, many of us have like wayward children or children who've gone off. That, that's a very, very good example of, you know, hope and persistence in prayer, St. Monica and, and St. Jude. You know, the saints, all the saints are our aides. God intends us all to be saints if we just do our part. The problem is most of us don't do our part. I mean, if you live a life of mortal sin, hope wanes because you're saying yes to something other than other than God. You know, we know people, uh, many people who are, you know, clinically depressed, maybe even suicidal, and those conditions can be treated with medication and therapy. But I've heard psychologists say, Frank, that the one thing that science and medicine and therapy cannot do is to place hope in a person's heart. I mean, that can only come from God. That's why prayer is so important. Now, can we lose hope? Yeah, I mean... Hope is powerful. It's not just wanting something to happen. It's the expectation that our wishes will truly be fulfilled. But lack of hope fills us with despair, sorrow, and depression. It robs us of motivation and leaves us with a sense that like all is meaningless. You know, having hope on the other hand gives us purpose, satisfaction, and comfort. And I think you mentioned, you know, psychiatric health and all that. And that's great. But Remember, confession is so important. So many people have been helped by by going to confession and getting getting all that stuff off their chest. Well, it's I think it's true that we, we you know, our, our faith can sometimes be shaken and sometimes our hope challenged. But these are gifts that come from God. We have to hold fast to them and take good care of them. Yeah. I mean, hope, hope brings joy. Despair brings misery. If you're unhappy or miserable. You really have to stop and take a look at the way you're living your life. And I think C.S. Lewis says it best when he says, you can't go back and change the past, but you can start where you are and change the endings. The saints didn't all start well. They all finished well. Well, we got to pray for all those folks out there who may be threatened or challenged to lose their hope. So praise right. God that the, that this virtue will always remain in their hearts forever. I agree. Perfect, Deacon. All right, Frank, thanks so much for this. Folks, don't forget to like us or follow us. And how about sending us an email at anycatholicconversation at gmail.com. That's anycatholicconversation at gmail.com. Frank, I love you a lot. I'll talk to you next time, okay? Thanks, Deacon. God bless.